Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. Another milestone episode means another whatcha is your host breakdown what they've been getting down with on Normies Like Us. Let me show you some of my favorite games. I will honor your teaching. I'm going to find out if I'm really alive. You talk too much. You failed. You vulgar, utterly uncivilized. Mongrel. You heard it up top. We are back with another Watcha. It's been a bunch of episodes, and that means we're going to be talking about what we want to talk about on a very special episode with your host, Colin. Uh, Mike. And Jacob. Wow. 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 Who would have thought? Not me. You know, 240. Happy what you 240. We're getting close to a milestone here. <laughs> yeah. It's, Ooh, it's interesting. So, you know, there's always something to talk about, you know, there's a new Transformers movie, so we'll never run out of material, truly. So that's, that's great. Right, that's right. <laughs> we'll always be punished in our long they're spitting out those MCUs, effort. we'll be there. Oh, uh-huh. so true. Harry Potter reboot series, coming up. we'll be there. Yes, it's going to be a, a yeah. lot of stuff that we have talked about is getting redone or continuing. Yeah, as which is, is the way. This, this is, is the, the way. way. Of course, mm. that show's still ongoing. Maybe at the end of the season, we'll have a wrap up on that. We'll see how it times out. But that's mm. been ongoing. But yeah, we're here to do watchy. You know, we're just um, what we've been playing, what we've been watching, what we've been potentially reading. Who knows? But uh, that's you know how we do these. It's just kind of free form. We're just gonna, you know, let loose and chill out and talk about some of the stuff that we haven't done a full episode on. You guys know the drill, <laughs> listeners. So yeah, but that's I mean, right. Yeah, I guess right Let's up top. Dive in. Yeah, let's dive in. Let's do it. I think it's time to blow this thing. Get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, it's jam. We're back here on Normies Like Us. Like we said, we're just going to be doing a whatcha. First, we're going to be doing a, a watcha. Whatcha oh, wa- watching? We're watching what over you here. Watch? What you watching? Um... I could kick it off real quick because it ties into something we covered a couple episodes ago, and that's the old John Wick 4. You know, we did John Wick 4, and since then I've rewatched John Wick 1 and 2, and I couldn't quite get to 3 in time for this, but it's on the schedule. So just been revisiting that. Do you guys rewatch any of these since 4 at all? I think we mentioned it briefly. Not since we watched 4, but I watched mm. all three of oh, them in preparation. Yeah, I didn't do four. that. That's yeah. right. So I'm doing Not my backlog. Since four. Do you, but, uh, did you, do you guys know that they are breaking VOD numbers that literally people are just watching this entire franchise right now? Sure. That is wild. I mean, that's what I'm doing too it. now. So yeah. Yeah, it's you're free on Peacock. Mind. Yeah. It's got ads, but uh, it doesn't seem to be censored in any way. It's just as violent as ever. So I was watching the free version on Peacock and whatever, but mm, yeah. it's interesting to see the evolution. And I still stand by. We did our ranking. Like two is very good just because that's the first time the Baba Yaga becomes John Wick, I think. That's where we mm. get the universe, you know, what lining, tactical, all that stuff. You really start to see the scope of the high table and all that. And that's when we really get John Wick's self-contained, but John Wick 2 is really when we enter into, I think, this mythic figure almost. So, I don't know. But they're all good. So, anyway, I've been checking those out. And Any new thoughts or feelings or reactions to 4? 
now that we've been it, thinking on it for a minute it might be the best one like action wise wow. just pure choreography wise it's probably the best one yeah it's incredible yeah, what they've accomplished the mo- yeah i would have to agree with that i mean it seems like uh they're like let's throw everything we can in if, if this is the last one at least the last one with keanu reeves or john wick himself but i did mm-hmm. see uh today actually the teaser trailer for the continental oh. show and i don't know it huh. looked uh didn't really do much for me but, looked about uh, as good as gotham maybe yeah that's what i'm expecting that's literally what i'm expecting who, i also did see the penguin uh, the colin farrell penguin trailer today too sure um mm. it's like it's i guess telling the story of young ian mcshane Oh, uh, <laughs> building up yeah. the Continental Winston, yes. young, yeah, the adventures of young so Winston. And yeah, you can really tell just from the teaser that like Chad Stahelski is not like the directing it, obviously, you know, and obviously counter Reeves is not involved with it. So I don't know how much interest there is for me anyways of he will meet a young Jonathan, a teenage yeah. boy named. What was his name? Tell me his name, Jacob. <laughs> Joe, Joe Bose Pilarski. Giovanni. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He sounds um, like a very good basketball player in the modern day. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, get a young Keanu in there. No, they're going to deep fake him. Yeah, they'll deep yeah. fake him. He'll play himself, and they'll just put Bill and Ted face on him. But anyway, that's kind of that. Um, but I do think at the end of it, uh, whether or not um, the Continental is a worthy successor, I think you have a show about uh, successing, Jacob, that you maybe want to talk about. Oh, oh, that's a great uh, oh. transition. I'm hurt by that. Money. <laughs> Sorry. You got a uh, double tap, you know? I think they're both HBO. Is that? I think that's going to be on HBO, that Continental show. Uh, mm. Anyways. No way. <laughs> yeah, because I also saw it with the Penguin show that's going to be on HBO, which is just going to be called Max. Oh. They're dropping the HBO. Oh, that's right. new breaking news. Yeah. Discovery yeah, that's Plus. That's worth saying. Breaking news, HBO news. They're combining that's HBO and Discovery. We knew that, but they're... It's just going to be called Max. They're changing it from purple to blue. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? I really hate it because... I hate it too. First of all, that purple, that's iconic you know, for HBO. And HBO, as a brand, says quality, prestige, dramas, Game of Thrones, fucking The Last of Us. You know, They've had a really good track record over the years. Mm-hmm. Now you're just saying, oh, we're going to put all this discovery reality crap on there too and it's just going to be called max but that was my issue with adding the max to the hbo was doesn't that drown out the sopranos of the world when on the same device i'm watching like you know doom patrol which i do like well you would think so but it's only going to get worse uh i can watch the sopranos and then jersey shore you know one in the same exactly back to back and And hbo will just go back to being a standalone service um, well, it's part of, I mean, you can watch everything my, from HBO. Oh, it's all still time. My understanding is they'll be, have a separate, yeah. like, sub badge of, oh, this is an HBO brand yeah, premium. Yeah. Well, they already have the HBO originals, the HBO Max originals, which is streaming only. Right. It seems like a really yeah, bad marketing decision to me, but what do I know? I'm not it's the CEO got- of... Uh, yeah, we know David Zaslav. I thought we did this podcast with David Zaslav. Yeah, that's not I'm true. David Zaslav. But regardless, Succession. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the best show on TV is back uh, and better <laughs> than ever. You might say. Hey, okay. Um, well, just think about this again. HBO. Uh, just this past year, they went from House of the Dragon to The White Lotus season two to The Last of Us to Succession season four. 
unbroken, you know, chain right. of quality. I mean, that's that's a good as a, of a run as like you know anyone's ever had. You know, in terms of hmm. just quality television. Uh, you know, White Lotus. I like that show. It was pretty good. But uh, Succession, season four, the final season. Wow. Uh, and it's back, and it's better than ever. Kicking off to a great start. Yeah. Uh, well, just this last week, there was a very important episode that I won't get into because it is very spoilery. Right. Uh, and I haven't I seen any of it, it, to be much. fair. But this is... Yeah, uh, you guys haven't with... seen it. If anyone's listening... Will you ever watch it, Mike? Well, I think once it wraps up, it seems like it would be great to just get it going from there and just burn through. This has one of the McCulkin brothers, right? Yeah, one of the McCulkin brothers. <laughs> the one from... Uh, you do love a, a Macaulay. <laughs> <laughs> a Macaulay, yeah. The, uh, sorry. <laughs> From Scott Pilgrim, that From one. Scott anyway. Pilgrim, yeah, Kieran Culkin. Kieran, uh, yeah. who was who played also Macaulay Culkin's little brother in Home Alone, like he was one of the kids, right? Yeah, um, or cousin. Yeah, one of the little McAllisters running. Yeah, I've around. heard great things about Succession, and I'm, you've been telling me you've been recommending it oftentimes on this podcast. Just a very, yeah, yeah, very well written show, well acted, and uh, it's like this Shakespearean drama, but it's all about these super rich people that are all terrible people. Uh, and it's a lot like House Go of the Dragon, where there's this family squabbling over succession, the name of the show, right? Who's going to take <laughs> over the throne, essentially. Yeah, it's just yeah. set in a modern day. Uh, and yeah, I really recommend it. Jacob, fourth something, season, final season. Yeah, Something I like to think about in the context of it is, and better podcasts than ours have said this, shout out to David Sims at The Atlantic, but... Uh, if you told Brian Cox, theater stage guy, like, hey, man, in the 2000s, you're going to get reinvented as the bad guy in movies. And suddenly you'll be a huge A-list actor in like the X-Men films. Yeah. I think he'd be shocked. And then if you said, shut up, shut up. And then 20 years after that, you will be on the number one show on television on HBO. He'd be like, really? That's my trajectory? Yes. And you will also be the voice of the McDonald's jingle and make like a million dollars a year just off of going like, but up, pop, pop, pop. Yeah. Like, oh. I mean, he really is like an Anthony Hopkins level uh, mm. actor that maybe doesn't have the as much he recognition, was Hannibal but he Lecter, does now. Jacob. He was yeah, they the were original both Hannibal Lecter. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, Michael Mann's uh, Manhunter, mm-hmm. uh, which we talked a little bit about on the science. Yeah, go back and listen to that one. Um, yeah, but it's just um, just an interesting the, guy. And what yeah. is, I, I just have no interest in it, subject matter wise. You you get me close talking about just you got to get into it all because you'll start to care about these characters. It, but and then just reading stuff about the Jeremy Strong guy, just being so serious and playing like <laughs> car crash sounds before them to be like, we need to change yeah. the energy of the scene. It's like so Jeremy oh Strong God. plays the <laughs> sort of um, he's got daddy issues, right? His care. I mean, they all the children. It basically, you know, it's Wants the four children of this uh, media mogul uh, all trying to fight over his affection, basically, but also like control of the company when he dies, basically. Mm-hmm. So they're all kind of backstabbing each other, blah, blah, blah. But it's very well written in, you know, like I said, it's a lot. It just it's a lot like Game of Thrones. It's just take out all the dragons and the swords and stuff, which maybe yeah. is like what you like about <laughs> Game of Thrones. But it is, you know, as long as it keeps the feet, we're good. Um, yeah. 
but uh yeah it's like you know john wick kind of became this mythic greek gods thing just look at this as yeah if you kind of it's, it's an elevated metaphor of yeah a succession a kingdom a, you know that that kind of same energy yeah. right and it's also like a dark yeah. comedy and like a satire of like cool you know the super rich in american culture and just how everything sucks and is bad you know but dang that's all right well, yeah cool. you know just laugh at it, you know, laugh in the face of uh, meaninglessness. So we have John exactly. Wick 4 was a finale. This is the final season, uh, and they live mm-hmm. in a house, presumably. Colin, is there a house that's having a finale? Hey, these transitions are always That we're all going to talk about? Um, incredible. Look, yeah, here's what I'll spend my time on. I want to <laughs> shout out, there's this Disney show, Owl House. It's great. Kind of underseen. It's made by this woman named Dana Terrace, who is the partner of Alex Hirsch, who's like the Gravity Falls guy, who was mm. a big justin roiland partner for a long time and so of course has done voices on rick and morty and the what's the what are the what's the alien miniature ones no but what, oh. yes yeah yes thank you but what's the miniature remember we like the one where it's oh, the, the um the hulu show yeah what's I forget that right now but thought. yeah 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 no the show is solar opposites but then there's the solar opposites. of solar the mini opposites. house yeah. yeah yes yes thank you mike and then the, of course the, the mini saga yeah the wall the wall yeah um all of this i want to say tying into the hbo stuff very interestingly or the wow. david zazalov of it of it all of course um this is a disney show uh so not tied to that but reflective of what's going on at hbo or what's going on at what i now have to call warner discovery words that i do not like saying just call it max yes it's just called max <laughs> Max. What's going on at Netflix with cutting their animation con. departments? Um, mm-hmm. And and this these people, all these people were these Cal Arts grads who, like you said, Jacob with Adventure Time or even regular show, JJ um, Quintel, the the creators of that, uh, uh, Pendle Ward, the the creator of uh, Adventure Time, were all classmates. They literally came up in the same way. They took these same sort of stories to reiterate to reiterate and make different things. And then you have like Rebecca Sugar, who made like Steven Universe, all these incredibly influential modern children's cartoons that I absolutely adore because, of course, you can always say things like, oh, they're geared towards adults or whatever. Eh, yeah, kind of. To me, the main thing is they're super interesting. They're always high concept and they have great original characters. Mm. And it seems like these cabal of young animation creators have, again, found a way to tell very similar stories, but just putting their own flavor in it. And in this one particular, Dana Terrace, a uh, young bisexual woman, has made a show where Disney has two young women on it who say things like, you're my girlfriend, I love you, they show affection and kiss, and like... It blows my mind. I'm 33 years old. Those yeah. those were things that were literally just not allowed on television in the 90s. No way. Yeah. And no, Disney? That's great. Yeah. Especially Disney. Yeah. You know, yes. and I, 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 I've been, you know, noticing and seeing, you know, with a great more recent wave of cartoons, there's a lot more inclusivity and stuff. And with all the bullshit going on, trying to not do that. It's awesome that children's entertainment can grow up being like, hey, people are people. What an idea. Right. And I think that's just yes. great. And it's the right yes. message to put out. That's really cool. And Steven Universe had like two female presenting characters that you could actually say were space rocks that Mm -hmm. liked each other and got married and one had to wear a suit and one had to wear a dress. And 
you know, it was what it was. And that's Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. That walked so that the Owl House could run. Mm-hmm. The fan base obviously thinks now that it's wrapping up with this weird, it got two seasons. It was supposed to get four. Instead, they canceled the third and they've released three movies randomly that are each an hour long that are mm-hmm. essentially like episodes kind of cut together. So not a great way to go out. And the fans believe it is retaliation that it was too progressive. Uh-huh. But my point stands that it existed. That is important for the rest of history. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the fact that it's even, base. you know, that even someone would find that controversial or something is sad that you <laughs> I know, know. it can't Very just be, you know, people have to say like, oh, whatever about it. But I think it's good that, you know, it's happening. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I don't like tomatoes, but that doesn't mean I want all tomatoes off the earth. You know what I mean? No. Like, I, I just, no, I just put, it's fine. It's fine if other people yes. love them. It could be your favorite food. Yeah. And that's awesome. Great. You know, I yes. don't get it. I don't get why people can't just live and let live. But um, at least there's and some there's such a backlash these days of like, yeah. if anything is determined to be woke or something, woke. you know, that's just, yeah. it's really sad. But yeah, it's, 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 it, you know, it had its run. Yeah, the only agenda that I have is for all humans to be accepted the way they are. You know what I mean? Like, come on, let's go. Thank you. But, that's uh, right. It's a bummer that that's, you know, but it did exist, like you said. And it probably hit yeah, a certain and generation. It of wrapped up great. I, I thought it was an incredibly satisfying end. I'm not sure it would be your guys' flavor, but to any listeners who are looking for like an easy breezy, like cool, young YA, like fantasy thing, I might check it out. Yeah. Seems like a second screen, see what the vibes um, are, you know? And speaking of animation, oh. uh, you're talking animation. I'm mm. talking maybe we go from the west to the east. Mm. Mm. Talking about a little anime. I like oh. the transition. Uh, <laughs> little transition for you. How, what do you think about that? I think um, it's incredible. You know, I've been watching some anime recently. Uh, right. There's a lot of anime that you can just, um, if you don't have Crunchyroll so or, or anything like that. Uh, there's a bunch that's on Netflix or Hulu or like different Hulu crushes yeah. yeah. So you can find a lot of shows that you're like, I didn't know that was even available on one of these streaming services. Um, so I was like, you know what? I need like a second screen show while I'm working or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, let me find, you know, some shows that I can get into that I've never really seen before. Well, the first one I watched was a show that I had seen before Cowboy Bebop. Uh, mm-hmm. We watched the whole show because I love that show and it's yeah. just so good. And so I was like, let me rewatch this. Uh, love the animation style, yep. like the way it's edited and like the shots, you know, like uh, in other animes and other animation, you know, does this, but like the way they just like shoot like small details in the scene and stuff, like it's just so well done. It's so that, cinematic almost. Yeah. And Colin, you've seen all the original anime, correct? Or all right. I have in the film. So again, there's big energy in John Wick four of the end of that show. Oh, of course. And it's like, I'm like, this is the closest thing we're ever going to get, you know? And I I love it for that. Um, but what, what a great series. That's awesome. And that, yeah, that's Netflix. A lot of the classics are readily available, um, on those services. So check them out. That's that's on Netflix. And I was thinking, should I watch the live action one, which I haven't seen yet? Uh, uh, I have not done that yet, but uh, maybe I will if you guys think I it's worth it. Think it's worth it until the last think episode. It's interesting. Yeah, I would okay. agree with that, Mike. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's, I'll check that out. It's but its own interpretation. Like, that's fine, and then it goes off the rails at the very, very it's end. Jazz, that's my opinion. Maybe. It is it ends jazz. on a cliffhanger, so it'll <laughs> never be resolved. Yeah. yeah. Bang! See you, space cowboy. Wow. Um, 
see you space cowboy so i watched that then i was like i need a longer show that i can just put on my second screen watch eight episodes a day of or whatever when i'm when i'm working mm-hmm. so i'm like let me get into like some kind of long running show uh i was like should i get into one piece oh my Never god seen that i was like nah it literally changed my life if i could <laughs> talk to you about one piece yeah. one thing do i, I like. start naruto for me too many episodes <laughs> i don't know what's going right. on well, don't um, no, read it never watch it never watch it <laughs> too much yeah i don't have the manga but well i settled on uh a show called hunter hunter or oh hunter, he did it right hunter. Sure. No, you, you did it. I, I know nothing yeah. about this. Yeah, Hunter Hunter is a uh, was originally a manga by uh, Yoshihiro Togashi, who mm. also uh, created Yu Yu Hakusho, mm. uh, and mm. he went on to create Hunter Hunter in the '90s as a manga, and it's still running today. I think it's had like a lot of hiatuses over the years, but it's been running since the '90s, uh, and that was adapted to an anime. Uh, well, the first one in, in the, I think in 1998, um, right. that one, they went up to like where the manga was at at the point and then ended. Then they did another one in tw- in 2011 to like continue the story, but they went back oh, to the full beginning. Full Metal Alchemist it. Exactly. Oh, yeah, like Brotherhood. nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, Interesting. So the 2011, the one is the one that I'm watching on Netflix. Uh, and you know what? Really interesting show. I don't know if you guys know anything about this. Mike, you might. I know a little bit about Hunter Hunter. I know it's really, really popular as a manga and the original, like the 98 anime. I've seen episodes of that, like maybe a third or maybe nearly half of, you know, I've seen some of those episodes. So I'm familiar with the property, but I've never read the whole manga or done the whole yeah. story. But I, I know it's a, a big, it's one of the big uh, names. And yeah, it's like a long 10, running, five. long running shonen uh, adventure series. Um, a fun fact about the creator to uh, Yoshihiro Togashi. He is actually married to Naoko Takuchi, who I do know created this. Sailor Moon. My so, brother has told me this. Uh, yes. Think about how talented their child will be. <laughs> yeah. So two different, like very famous manga artists met and like fell in love and got married. So I And created, yeah, iconic shoujo and, you know, shonen yeah. series. That's great. So... Yeah, exactly. Um, so Hunter Hunter, you know, it's about this 12 year old kid named Going Freaks and his friends. They go out <laughs> in the world, uh, mm-hmm. they go on adventures, uh, but there's this whole power system in this world called Nen, which is a lot like mm-hmm. um, the Force or something where you have sure. these Nen users that are stronger and they're called Hunters. Uh, and they each have their own distinct ability. So it's kind of like the Force meets pokemon where each... a little bit of jojo but without stands That's like one every, there's yeah. a unique expression of it right that everybody has yeah so you have like yeah, one piece aura, too, yeah. and there's like five categories of like conjurers or emitters or enhancers or whatever but then even further than that you have your special ability that's like unique to you that you learn over time and throughout the show they're like training and getting stronger and stuff um i can but... just smell the naruto taking everything from this you know what i mean like yeah. as a blueprint it's a lot you know? like Naruto, which is another one i thought should i get into that then i was like nah let me do hunter hunter i like this the, is a progenitor the yeah looks cool i like the character design let me get into this uh it's pretty interesting it's a little slow to start but once you kind of get into the world then it's I, I and also the first two arcs aren't the most interesting uh like the first one is like the hunter exam arc where he's just like going out doing the hunter exam to get his hunter's license to be a professional hunter and everything. Mm-hmm. It gets a lot better actually. Like by the, by the third arc, it gets really interesting. And the fights in this, I, I like them a lot, how they d- 
depict them because it's all about like strategy and tactics and like mm-hmm. outthinking your opponent and like thinking about oh he's going to do this so I'm going to counter with this and then um, yeah you know just you get a lot of that internal dialogue yeah, very analytical <laughs> uh, it's not just about out physically you know out forcing them but it's just about outwitting them. Um, yeah, game of chess. Yeah. You know, I'm a UU fan. That's that's a lot like UU, but yeah, uh, I've never messed with Hunter X Hunter. That's interesting. That was his first series, anyway. Yeah. But um, Hunter Hunter has gone on for 20 years now as a manga, and in, yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Um, like that's I said, there's incredible. been hiatuses because I think he's had health issues. Um, sure, but the 2011 show it's on Netflix, and uh, it's a pretty nice. good show just to watch. I just put it on the background. It's got a similar vibe to like the Pokemon animated show where it's like these kids are going out on this adventure, meeting new Wacky people. Wacky times. Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. also mixed with Does like it have a bang and opening uh, song oh, yeah. and cinematic? That is the it, sign it of a good anime. Okay. It, it absolutely does. And it also changes like with each arc. Of course. Um, of course. Of course. Yeah. And uh, okay. but it, it's got this kind of adventure tone, but it's also mixed with some sometimes like death and like really mature themes and stuff. So pretty interesting uh and i like it so recommend nice. that shout out hunter that's cool hunter yeah I, I got i got no beef with that recommendation but another netflix show that i do want to bring up to round yeah. out the watches is beef on netflix uh have you either of you watched the i've heard of this show beef steven you not watched it yet but i've heard i it. i have not seen enough to comment on it but enjoyed the the bits i have seen I know saw it's the about, whole thing. Yeah, yeah, there's a road rage incident, and then there's there's people feuding and being petty, and then it goes from there. But uh, I think it's they a fantastic, beef. fantastic show. I watch. I binged it in one sitting. I was so hooked by it that one Sunday I wow. just tore through it. I think it's incredible, great show. So without spoiling anything, go, go check it Steven out. Stephen Yoon, uh, yeah. our boy Glenn. Actor. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Glenn on The Walking Dead and Shout now Oscar nominated actor and yeah, uh, now like going the, on to do like great things. Person yeah, maybe like, who came out of The Walking Dead the best. Yeah, arguably he's the only I, one that, like cast a, that has a Oscar nomination. I would, I would. Think. Yeah, Barenthal maybe one day could get a best supporting. Yeah, actor. he's good. Norm Reedus um, can't get a supporting. Jeffrey actor. Dean Morgan, he's a good no. actor, but. <laughs> No, but I, I was really surprised by the performances. Ali Wong, too. Like, everybody knows she's a comedian, has stand-up specials and that stuff. But, like, the, some of the dramatic scenes in this are just incredible from everybody. Like, you know, Stephen Yoon and Ali Wong primarily, but the whole supporting cast. It, it's a really, really strong show. Very well written. And I just uh, can't recommend it enough. So, so good job. Wow. Everybody on that Thanks. side. Yeah. But, uh nobody has anything else you know we're keeping it lean lean beef you know out here we're 95 percent lean i think we're going to be moving into what you're playing because we're not playing around right now our segue game is at top form we'll catch you on the other side uh grab your controllers because it's what you're playing right after this here on normies like us we were talking what you watching now we're talking oh what you playing yeah exactly and, you know we were talking about some shakeups at hbo some things you know didn't get uh, reordered you know and some people call that a fallen order and i'd like to ship this over to colin <laughs> for him to talk about what he's been playing <laughs> wow. uh, hey. sometimes with actors there's a war among the stars uh, what do you yeah. can you say about a star wars fallen order a... however colin i you know <laughs> i reach. wonder how much yeah, that's fine this is i had to force it <laughs> 
bit of a halo reach, you might say. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. I'm liking all this. The force We've is yours. Become a bit of a Trek podcast, but mm-hmm. I wonder how much Star Wars we're going to be talking soon mm-hmm. because, of course, there's a new game coming out. There's there's Contendent mm-hmm. Mando. There's a, a hell of a lot of Star Wars news that just dropped. But yep. I, I yes, Mike, I'm playing the game before this new game. I'm playing Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which was the free wow. game on PlayStation, blah, blah, blah service, like last month or whatever, finally getting around to it. But I'm not as far as you are, sir, because I believe you just beat this game. I did just beat this. I got it. It was on Steam for like $5 uh, for premium. So I got it on a deal, too. It was on sale everywhere. What a um, steal. What a steal. Yeah. So so I, I played it and I beat it. it took about 20 some hours. Um, second hardest difficulty. You know, it's kind of souls like nice. combat. So did I had you fun get all with that. the cosmetics. I didn't. Did you? I didn't 100% it. No, but I got like I probably 70, 80% of it. But you know, I did enough nice. to like feel satisfied. They need a a way to teleport to different bonfires in the dungeons. It's too hard to yes. backtrack. That's my one criticism. But one yeah, time I through it, it's gorgeous. But too anyway, hard to backtrack. I would. I would just get lost in the platforming levels. Sometimes. That's what I mean. Yeah. You get yeah. lost. Yeah. It's, and yeah. then it takes you 30 minutes to work your way around. So anyway, that's my one criticism. But otherwise, I think it looks gorgeous. The gameplay is great. The story is very fun. And I skipped every trailer for the sequel in order to beat this, just so I would know. Oh, so, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. I almost sent you a huge thing the other day being like, <laughs> can you believe we're doing this in the next one? Yeah. I'm glad I did not. I've been staying in the dark, but Colin, where are you at? How are you enjoying it? And uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll say first how I got to this. I was, I bought too many games. I bought a game that maybe Jacob's going to talk a little bit because I've been a little <laughs> bit of a switch boy lately. And I'm like, I'm putting off all these games. I have all these games. But then I thought I got to get through some of them in my Switch catalog. I tracked down the Metroid Prime remaster. So I was like, fuck it. I'm booting this up. I never played it before on GameCube. Mm-hmm. Threw it on. And I got to say, I found it to be so fucking boring. And oh, I was realizing wow. I was spending hours after work and hours on the weekend walking around and getting lost, Jacob. And just <laughs> so fucking unhappy yeah. that I would hear Mike talking before we record this podcast about how fun he was playing a different Metroid style game. I would think I have that. I have it fucking downloaded on my PlayStation. Just turn it on and try it. And from the first fucking cinematic where you're like, you know, learning the controls, jumping through that ship. Oh yeah. I mean, it just fucking rolls. We should say, Jacob, you, you have played this game as well. Beating it, right? Yes. I beat this game back on the PlayStation four. Uh, wow. A couple years ago, you were streaming this. It was during kind of lockdown times. I saw you beat some oh, very yeah. difficult bosses, you know. So yeah, you beat this when it I came out. Remember. I waited mm-hmm. till it went on sale, but I, it's good experience either way. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, that- I like the Metroid style stuff. I, I get lost in this game as well, Jacob. But yes. the combat is so fun; it makes up for it in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got like the Dark Souls style combat mixed with the Metroidvania uh, level design, but. I felt I my one problem with it is the map too. Like the way the map works is very confusing. That's why it would, it would just add to my uh, lostness because I would try to look at the map and figure out how to get where I'm going. Zoom in, just, zoom out accidentally. Yeah. Try to rotate. Rotate. Game rotate. What floor am I on? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But as far Better as you know, game maps go, it's not the best. But I do love the combat, and I and I and I did love playing that game and just playing as a Jedi. You know, it feels fun. You know. 
And the art design, like like being able to see Dathomir like brought to what is essentially live action detail wow. or go to Kashyyyk during like a rebel, you know, thing, you know, just seeing all these some planets I've never even heard of. It's just yeah. really cool to be like, wow. So this is where Darth Savage came from. And you just cross your arms and look around. All right. The Night Sisters. OK. Yeah, I yeah. met fucking Forrest Whitaker the other day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. It's like this motherfucker's in a movie. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna go talk to uh, um, uh, Luthen, you know, soon. Yeah. You know, yeah, very cool. That's right. But yeah, I'm loving it. Um, and we did. Uh, we shared lightsaber. We game. shared our lightsaber pictures amongst each other. You know. Yeah. Um, so what kind of what kind of sabers are you guys rocking? Well, I'm a green boy for life. I will. Uh, yep. I said this on shout out to the Cargo Bay podcast. I believe they are also fellow green boys for life. Mm-hmm. Green boy gang, rise up. Gotcha. Green gang, Luke green gang, circa. <laughs> Turn of the Jedi. That's yep, right. Yep. The greatest uh, reveal of all look. time. Black. Yes. Amazing. Suit. Oh. Green lightsaber. Classic. Just because the sky was there. blue and they wanted to see it. So it's oh, all, totally like a, like, but, but like one of the most iconic reveals, yeah. but it was like also yeah, a practical sense. decision. You love to see yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think his blue lightsaber, his first lightsaber is iconic too. Um, yeah. And you're, you're an boy. orange boy. I was orange for most of the playthrough, but then I finally un- unlocked purple. You know, purple's my favorite color. I'm an HBO Max guy. Now I'm going to delete the app because it's blue and I'm upset. You're but I'm always a purple a boy when I can be. Yeah. <laughs> but I played most of I it wish, as orange. Yeah. Or, I would think I was orange as well uh, mm-hmm. or yellow. I think I kind of switched a couple times. But I wanted to be red, obviously, because that's yeah. my favorite. And my two favorite lightsabers you. in all of Star Wars are red. Darth Maul's and Kylo Ren's, the two best lightsabers. Oh, no. Not, not that Dooku's. I want to be a you don't Sith. Like a little I just want to be... <laughs> I just want a red lightsaber. I just want a red. Can I be like the only Jedi with a red lightsaber? Well, we got the cool new orange one teased in Ahsoka. It's like a deep orange. It's like, ooh, what's that? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, what is that? Could be interesting. And we'll find out when Ahsoka drops on Disney Plus. Also, another blue app. Also, with Paramount. HBO Purple really stood out, you know, made them unique. Paramount Plus, blue app. Paramount Plus, blue. Everything's got to be blue. So many blue ones. Anyway, um, we're not blue about Fallen Order, though, because that was a great game. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad comes you guys out are in like liking two that. weeks, so that's a thing. Is you this going to play that is, right away? I was going to say, is it becoming a day one buy to you, Mike? Well, no, and I'll explain why in a little bit. It will be bought, but there's something that's preoccupying my time right now that I think is I'm going to be wrapped up uh, with yes. for a little while. Yeah. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. We'll tease that. Day one buy for um, you, Colin. Though, are you going to be grabbing it or waiting? I, or Jacob, is it a day one know, buy? It feels silly to have gotten it for free and get this much enjoyment out of it that I got a little cash right now. Yeah, maybe I will just buy it right away. I, I told you guys off pod Story what will be it fresh. really makes me excited for just because of the customization. Cancel me away. I think I'm going to buy that Harry Potter game. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. I suck. I don't know what to tell you guys. <laughs> I mean, and, and let, yeah, we have to shut down the theme park. We have to shut it all down. It's, 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 you know, yo, go, you live your life, man. Become a Slytherin, you know, do what you got to do. I, I just want to wear a silly little outfit and make my own wand after making my own lightsaber. Yeah, that would right? be like the ultimate get me there. The only thing with that yeah. game is I've seen some combat and it wasn't really doing it for me in terms uh, of combat. No, uh, run around and yeah, you, you make like a blade cool, uh, come out of your wand and just do melee. <laughs> I wish. I just like when people remove the spell cap so you can cast like Avada Kedavra infinite times. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god! That's the other thing around. is that you can just do the, the PC un- they unforgivable curses to. No, you can't do Avada Kedavra. Yes, you can. Students no, can you learn it. One of the yeah. ones that you learn. Yeah. 
No, yeah. you don't. You can't. That How was, do you think you're killing no. those goblins or whatever? I don't think that you kill them. I don't think people. That's crazy. This is a Pokemon. This is Harry Potter, man. The Shit. boy who lives. Maybe I'll look this up. Pretty crazy. But uh, uh, yeah, you know, well, could be a fun time. Uh, yeah, go so, ahead. You know, why don't I keep it jumping to me? Jumping. Uh, transition. You know, I've also transition. got into. Uh, oh, let me think of a transition. No, no, you don't have to. <laughs> Oh, oh. So, you, so when you're a Jedi, you have like a certain persona, right? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or even if you're a Sith um, pretending to be a Chancellor, that's like a type of persona, right? Yes, exactly. exactly. Or you're a Queen, you could be royal and have a persona that you're putting on, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Queen Amidala. Okay. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing, I uh, recently got into a game called Persona 5 Royal uh, to com- you know to continue my Japanese media theme uh, with mm-hmm. what I'm watching and what I'm playing. Um, Persona Five Royal. You guys have any experience with this game? I I looked it up. I literally said on our last Whatcha ten episodes ago that I'd bought it. I have not put it in my my mm. Game Boy yet, so I, I don't gotcha. Know. So this is like Fallen Order for me, where I played this when it released, like you know mm. five years ago or whatever. Oh, not sure. Royal, the original edition, but I right. bought a Steel Book. You know, I'm a big fan of Persona Four. Shit. I played Persona wow. Three, even Persona One on PS One. I haven't played two. But, um, you know, I, I, I've been through the series, but 4 is, like, a really important game to me. Like, personally, the story's really good, so I got the Steelbook for 5. I have, like, 140 hours, and I still haven't beaten the main story. And I, so I can only imagine wow. how long it's going to take you to beat Royale, especially if you're mm-hmm. 100%ing or something. It's going to be nuts, but, yeah. Yeah, it's a, I know it's a very long game. Um, I am not that far into it. I've, I've gotten past the first palace now. Ka- Kamashita. Wow. It's a yeah. shitty gym teacher. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm now and there's kind of an extended, the beginning is like, they're kind of showing you how all the systems work and like how, mm-hmm. you know, what everything is. So you're kind of like in a tutorial for like the first 20 hours that you're playing just to like kind of get 20 through hours. Well, it's not all like a week or something. It's very right? kind of on rails for a while where it's just like, uh before you once you get through the first palace it opens up a little more and it, it does open up at times before that um but i i do like it a lot it's very cool you like the uh, split of like daily life of a high school kid yeah, so, and then the combat rpg yeah. element beneath it normies if you don't know so basically by day you're a you're a high school student in japan so it's like a life simulator type game and then at night you go into these mind palaces and it's like dungeon crawling with turn-based combat. And, uh, and, and s- say what you're playing it on. I'm playing it on PC. On PC. Wow, yeah, I got it on sale during a Steam sale. I like to get, I just like to get a lot of games when they're on sale and they just <laughs> sit in my, uh, you know, mm-hmm. on my Steam and I look at them and then eventually I play them at some point. You are uh, the <laughs> smog of video games. You have, mm-hmm. you have said that. That's yes. right. <laughs> That's my um, yeah, just look at all the That's names funny. there. I don't actually play them. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, <laughs> but Persona Five, uh, really cool. I love the style, the aesthetic, um, the music is incredible. Oh, the menus, it just um, has so much drip. Menus, yeah. yeah, like nothing. You know, like so many games now, like modern RPGs and stuff. They have a really boring UI that's just like very standard. This is just like. Every you know frame of this game, you can tell it's like it's a Persona game, and uh, it's just a blast. You know, going through dungeons, hanging out with my friend Morgana, who's like a little cat. I'm all about uh, Morgana. Yeah, so I need to go to bed on time. I should listen in real life more often. Really, I need a yeah. Morgana to say go to bed. <laughs> and it's got that Pokemon element where you're collecting different personas, and uh, you can 
combine you can like make them evolve basically but how you make them evolve in this game is you just put have two of them be executed by a, a guillotine and then they create a new one so that's their evolution in this game so it's yeah. very yeah it's very fun very wild game yeah and just oozes style you know you get to balance your time between if i hang out with my friends in real life and you build relationships yeah, it increases their power in the dungeon but yeah. or do I work a part time job and get some money to buy upgrades? It's like you have to balance the amount of or time you, you have study, day. Go to the day. It's a year. Cages. I mean, it's a true year life. You live yeah. a year, right? It goes day by yep. day. Um, you have to go to school. Sometimes you do summer have, break. Like, There's class sessions where they'll ask you a question and you try to get it right so you get some knowledge points. You are not um, paying attention at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is a lot. Of, it's a very dialogue heavy game. So sometimes I'll just be kind mm-hmm. of skipping through dialogue yeah. a lot. Um, but it's that's where it's most very, of the time goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Um, they'll they'll have it's a good like, streaming game. Seasonal festivals and stuff. You'll do like the spring festival with fireworks. You'll do the beach arc. You know, you go to the beach with the class on a field trip. There's all that kind of stuff that throughout that. the year. That's like classic school events, and then all the dungeons yeah. on top of it. Then Very by good night, game. You're a vigilante. You're part of the Shadow Hearts of Thieves or Shadow Thieves. Shadow Shadow hearts. Thieves of Hearts. Uh, yeah. So you're so you're going and you're you're changing people's hearts because you go into evil people's mind palaces and they've been distorted in some way. You fix their hearts and you change them and make them a better person. Yeah, they're they kind of dealing with their ego. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, and Jacob, did you know that the lead character Joker is a Super Smash Brothers character now? Yeah, I looking did know cool, that. Joker. And, uh, are you excited cool, for him to Joker. be in the next Mario Brothers movie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited for He's that. He's got to steal wow. Bowser's heart. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Bowser. <laughs> Peaches. Anyway. We're talking uh, about that. Yeah. But that's great. great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start. So, so, I'm, I want to. I, it's the game I yeah. think about the most. And do you, do you think I would like it handheld? I, I was think thinking this actually. Yes. I kind of wish I got it on on switch actually because i've been playing it on my pc and sometimes i think man i could just like lay down in bed and like fucking mm-hmm. play this on the switch and then i would probably play it a lot more hours than i really should be um it's perfect be, for that yeah i got it for like 25 bucks at gamestop that's a good deal. sale or something there you yeah, go i think it's a perfect switch game actually because yeah you could just pop it in do you do your part-time job go down to the sauna get a bath you know go to school and then turn it off and be like that oh, was a good little amount of chores it seems but relaxing yeah. it is relaxing Slice of life. the only hard part is yes. when you have to go into a dungeon uh and then you're oh, calling shit, through oh, the shit. dungeon and sometimes there aren't save points that often um so sometimes mm. you want to pop on for like 20 minutes and then it turns into like 45 minutes because you're waiting for a save mm. but very good game if the switch saves your state when you turn it off though you'll be fine i'm not mm, sure if true. it does dog so there you go uh yeah i recommend that a lot so you go in and they have these like fortresses that you have to get through but speaking of forts and you do it at nighttime jacob you know we've been doing a little bit of fort night still that's just right to, that's to right make quick update just a little bit just single little. player gaming been. uh yeah. fortnite has really hooked me i've been playing a lot of that even uh solo i play that sometimes i just log on play a couple rounds mm-hmm. uh you know get some around. dubs gotten some dubs got some duos dubs with mike you know yeah we've got a couple with, here and there uh, show you know friend of the show adam we've played with a bunch of people we played with joe matt uh net you know squatting up with the, with the joe clan uh and it's been it's been really fun they added well 
we've mentioned probably that they've added the whole cyberpunk city to the game. Mm-hmm. They've now added attack on Titan rope things. That's the new update this week. Uh, Tying in the anime but, for this man. You got yeah, Aaron Yeager stuff. The Spider-Man swinging back. I would imagine. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Um, so you can be Aaron Yeager from attack on Aaron Titan. Yeager. Yeah. That'll be, Hey, when you finish Hunter X Hunter, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've already actually seen Attack on Titan, which oh. is a pretty good show. I, I liked it. It's I don't know. Big, that is one I don't know anything about. It's one of the big modern ones. Like yeah. one of the biggest games it's for about, modern stuff. Basically, if there was like giant people running around that eat people and you got to fight, you know, you got to protect the city against them. That's you got to build the wall. It's a real world, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like exactly now. Exactly like the real huh? world. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, a little bit of that's been good. I've been um, watching. You guys have been killing it. You've been getting some crowns. You've been fucking rocking it. What's the, Mike, are you still just rocking Ant-Man or what's the best skins you guys have bought or got recently? I would have bought John Wick if they would have re-released it. I would have done it. Uh, and they ha- so this John is, Wick. now that I've said it here, they'll re-release it and I'll be able to buy well, it. So here's what <laughs> hey. I know about, and this is a scoop from our old friend Joe. Um, mm. The John Wick skin and the, Mandalorian Din Djarin with Grogu skin. Um, oh, mm-hmm. Those were because those were in uh, like the a special event like Battle Pass thing. They I don't think they can ever bring them back to the store because they were like it's a special like that edition. season. Yeah. So if you didn't get in that Battle Pass, there's no other way. But they Dang. haven't brought them back since apparently. So that's kind of disappointing. I want. Well, to if they do, too. they better have a trailer. Be like, I'm thinking I'm back. Like they have, yeah. To, I don't know. I'm shocked. You would think they do like a Bo Katan tie-in right now. Oh, right now, yeah. Now that that's her show, basically. Yeah, I wish they would. <laughs> I wish they would bring back Star Wars because the bring Star Wars the Battle Sand. Pass be was cool. the last yeah. was the Battle Pass before I started playing in like early part of this year. So that was like the fall of last year through December. Joe have Din Djarin? Joe, that's what he's saying. I wish I had a Din Djarin because he's got Luke Skywalker. He's got like every. You know, Star Wars, Skywalker. Star Wars character you could want, but he doesn't have the Mando. Damn, wow. bummer, yeah. bummer. But it's a very addicting play- game, uh, and it's just the game loop is just like you go in, you're hunting people down, you're getting bounties, you're using your surroundings. You're, it's just it's just a very addicting gameplay cycle. It is. It's very. It can be intense. There's always something to do, and you got to always watch your six. You know, and you're. Yeah, it's it's yeah. cool. Yeah, you're I, adding I was, new stuff all the time to the game. Special events, um, and so sometimes I just log on, you know, play a couple rounds. Yeah, the most successful battle pass, I'd say for sure. Yeah, yeah. the future of video games is is Fortnite. So. Yeah, it's ready for, better player for one worse. Real life. When yeah. will uh, Cal Kestis join mm, Fortnite? <laughs> who? Maybe it's a good question. Yeah, Calcast is from Fortnite. We need to get him in there. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Joker might be in there too from Persona, but who knows? I bet he is. Dude. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I know that there was here. Here could be a transition. There have been Resident Evil tie-ins, right? Mm. I believe there was a Leon Kennedy, they had a Leon. Claire Redfield. They had a Nemesis, yeah. I think. Right? Yeah, yeah. Running around. I've seen clips of that. Yeah. So, you know, uh, to go to Resident Evil Four, uh, they got the remake out. And I'm playing the heck out of it, and it's sure is a wow. swell game. Like by golly gee, this is it's good one that I really want it's to play. Incredible. Um, because I love wow. that game for the GameCube. Uh, but it's just like that that game, but with like updated like shooting mechanics and like quality of life improvements and stuff. Like I totally would love to play that game. Well, yeah. Mike, take take a second, talk about it. But let's 
applaud real quick. Capcom's mm-hmm. been back on track, right? They've been killing it with these remasters of Resident Evil games. They have been crushing it. I think ever since the Resident Evil 2 remake, I think in 2019, they're like undefeated as far as quality, full price content. Like even though Resident Evil yeah. 3 is mid for some people because they cut some levels, it was only 40 bucks. So I say that's still fine. But you're an expert in that game because you yeah. speed ran it, right? I speed ran the heck out of it. I'm 10th no intro and I was in the top 25 of regular and that's a very competitive game. But uh, ah, that's my wow. favorite one. But regardless, it's it's high quality stuff. And even Resident Evil 7, incredible, the scariest one. Resident Evil 8, Village, incredible. Like they don't miss. Devil May Cry 5 was incredible. They have not missed since 2019. And when they announced this, everyone's like, the GameCube one's already pretty modern and it's on PS2. It's been put on PS5. It's like you can play it everywhere, PS4 anyway. It's like it's been put on every possible platform. Why do we need to remake it? And then I, I was skeptical too. And I got this just, you know, because, hey, I'm going to speed run it and see what's up. It, it is jaw dropping. It is the best looking game I've played on my new PC of God, anything. Wow. It is so modern. Like in the old game, you couldn't move and shoot. Just being able to move and shoot is like completely different dynamic. You feel like John Wick right. out there. You're shooting people, kicking them in the head, knife stabbing them, reloading your shotgun. Like it's it's the combat is so satisfying. Dog. They've improved everything in every conceivable way. Boss fights are improved, graphics, every everything is better. I, yeah. I cannot, I can't, everything I can't I've believe seen it. Everything I've from it looks awesome. So it could be game of the year and i don't believe that for a remake it's so 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 good well Um, no panty shots though (laughs) yeah well everyone's complaining about that ashley to be fair yeah we got those idiots saying hey why can't i objectify this character anymore so those changes are for the better um they did give her the original game came out in 2005 and so she has an alternate skin that's like a hot topic scene kid like with sure you know we'll be looking this up so uh, so i just been playing with that skin for the memes because that would have been contemporary when the original game dropped um but she's much less annoying like her character is much better you know like she's actually less abrasive like her she would just yell leon you know in the original and it'd be like okay chill out (laughs) um but now her character is much more developed like it's it's very good like they literally have improved everything you can think of the only thing that's lacking is ada's voice actress is a little flat not to be bullied, don't do that, because people are, because they're fucking dumb. It's just a little, oh. it, it's a little, but she's going to get a whole DLC, and I think they can improve that with, you know, better direction, whatever. But that's hardly a complaint. It's it's incredible. Like, it's probably the best Resident Evil that's ever been. I don't made. remember her role much outside of just throwing you the rocket launcher at the end. Yeah, she shows up, and, well, she, again, they've expanded the story. They give Louise oh, more okay. of a, like, Louise has more to do with what's going on. She has more to do with what's going on. Even Sadler and Salazar, like, all the villains feel like a more cohesive huh. unit instead of just, like, ABC. Like, everything feels God, tighter. Damn. Everyone's motivations are improved. It's, it's a lot scarier. Uh, and it's still campy. Where are they going? Bingo? Like, you still get the classic lines. Um, it's just bigger and better in every way. Like, it made yeah. the original obsolete. It's the Fury Road of Resident wow. Evils. <laughs> this a buyer, Mike? Am I waiting for a sale? This or is a buyer. Grab it right now. I Fuck. would buy it. Capcom deserves it. to be rewarded. Yeah. I beat it That's once awesome. already. And um. God like damn. halfway through a second playthrough, and I've only had it for a week. So damn, that's awesome. Yeah, that I'm loving awesome. it. So that's my well, pitch. Mike, I love it. You like Resident Evil, and you like speed running Resident Evil. I do. And when you speed run, you want to find the optimal path. I do. Uh, I want to find that. You want to find that optimal path, 
Yes. And you become a Pathfinder. Oh, that's right. Dude, that's incredible. Yes. Oh, you do. Great. That's what we all say. <laughs> oh, Speaking yes. of Pathfinders. Yeah. Um, to go back to what else I've been playing, not only did I start one extremely long, time-consuming game, Persona 5, mm-hmm. I decided, let me start another one that's also very long and time-consuming. And that was because I watched the D&D movie, like we all did last mm-hmm. week. Uh, and I was like, man, I really want to get into D&D. I want to play some. And you know I've dabbled in the CRPG genre. You know, your Baldur's Gates, your Pillars of Eternities. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Diablo, I would say that's an action RPG, which is different than oh, CRPG, okay. but they're subgenres. They're very similar. Um, Champions but, of Norath, you know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, wow. That's a pull. But Pathfinder is uh, a similar rule. It's it's a it's a yeah, tabletop so I, game with a similar rule set of D and D, right? So right? Pathfinder it's a Normies, if you don't know, I'm first of all, I'm talking about the game Pathfinder Kingmaker. Uh, Pathfinder. So D and D. When they released uh, D&D 4th edition, uh, a lot of people didn't like that edition because they simplified a lot of things. They changed how a lot of things work. You guys know this as DMs. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they did that, Pathfinder was the subset that broke off and basically used D&D 3.5 edition rules, tweaked those, and now it's like a different game. But it, it was an offshoot of D&D originally, but it's very, very similar to D&D. Right, it's right, so right, complex. Right. Yeah, well, three point five complex, is really complex. It's basically D and D. Yeah, it's, it's three D and D three point five edition. But Baldur's Gate, you know those uh, Icewind Dale, those games in the nineties. Uh, I have a lot of love for those games, and I've even pl- gone back and played them, the enhanced editions on Steam and whatnot, and they're very good. But they do they lack that modern touch, just like a Resident Evil Four getting a remaster. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've also, you know, as you know, dabbled in modern versions of this game, like Pillars of Eternity, which takes a lot from those games, but it doesn't use the D and D rule set. It uses its own mm-hmm. uh, rule set that it kind of is derivative of that. Um, Baldur's Gate Three, obviously, I've played a little bit. Uh, that's a modern one, but that's uh, mm-hmm. turn-based combat. So there's turn-based versus real-time with pause combat in these games generally, oh, right? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. either one of the two usually. Baldur's Gate was real-time with pause, um, and so is Pillars of Eternity. Yeah. Point is, point I'm trying to make is, so I, I settled on Pathfinder Kingmaker, which is a game that I bought on sale a while back. I was like, I'll play this eventually. Um, it's part of your horde, so, yes. Yeah, yes. the horde. Yes, I look at it and say, The claw. Mm, now yeah, it is chosen. Yes, good. Yeah. I hope no dwarves or hobbits <laughs> steal this from me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in Pathfinder Kingmaker, it's basically the modern uh, Baldur's Gate. Like, it takes a, a lot of inspiration from those older games, and it's that classic D&D setting. And it even goes so far with Pathfinder that it, the story of this game is ad- is adapted from a Pathfinder module. So they release these modules in like a magazine or whatever mm-hmm. for different campaigns that you can play with your friends. Um, so it's a modified tabletop campaign. You are following video. a story. Yes. So it's not nebulous. It is truly just long, like you're saying. It's just some sort of endless narrative. Um, yeah, it's 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 supposedly takes like 120 hours to complete the whole damn. Yeah, damn. thing with with side quests and everything. Um, you won Pathfinder. Like, you oh. you yeah. found the path. And Thank you. So this okay. is Pathfinder yeah, here Kingmaker, which came out in 2018. Uh, there has been a sequel called Pathfinder: Wrath of the Righteous, which came out I think in 
just last year. Um, mm. And these are a lot like Baldur's Gate 3. Baldur's Gate 3 was Larian Studios, that, who also did Divinity Original Sin. They have their mm. own kind of way of doing combat and stuff, like I said, with the turn base, using a lot of uh, um, area effects and elemental damage and stuff, uh, destructible mm. environments and stuff, which is pretty cool. Um, Pathfinder Kingmaker, it's that traditional top-down CRPG style, real-time with pause combat. Uh, you're creating your character. It's like just like creating a character in D&D. You do the whole character sheet. It's very, very detailed. And I spent more time in this character creation screen than anything because I keep making different builds, mm-hmm. trying different things. I've started like four different playthroughs with different builds just to see what I like. So it's a lot of fun. That's cool. Um, my it first sounds build, dope as hell. Yeah. Yeah. It's if you like D and D, you like it because it's the video game version of D and D. Essentially, um, is it multiplayer? I started with a sorcerer. It's not multiplayer like Baldur's okay. Gate Three, where you can co-op. It's only single player. So you're the Wrath of the Righteous. Hero. They might have added multiplayer, but I'm not sure. Um, Copy. Yeah, but you, but you get a, a party of companions and stuff like that. So you fill out your party with these companions, so you can get a a tank and a healer and whatever else you need. Yeah. Um, my first build that i did was a sorcerer a gnome sorcerer i was like let me try this uh was liking it but i was like maybe i'm not smart enough to be a sorcerer let me let me try a melee build more melee focused build um so the next build i did was a half orc barbarian that was a special kind of barbarian called a mad dog barbarian mm, which nice. means i get an animal companion basically so i have some like <laughs> druid powers um cool so I was, I, i'm a chaotic a evil uh mm. Yeah, or a ranger. Um, and you can, there's also a sorcerer called the Sylvan Sorcerer in this game where you get an animal companion. You kind of draw your power from this animal. Ah. Uh, mm. So I'm this chaotic, evil, half-orc Patronus. barbarian with a... The animal pet pet I went with is a Smilodon, which is a saber-toothed yeah. cat. Oh. Um, yeah, so I'm rolling around cool. as this half-orc barbarian with a saber-toothed cat and just fucking shit up. That's my chaotic evil run. Then I was like, let me do a good melee character build. So so my most recent one that I'm doing now is this uh, paladin. I was going to um, say human paladin, I would hope. Human yeah. paladin, lawful good. I also made a, I also tried a more complicated build, which was like an Aldori duelist, which is basically, it's like a magus, a sword saint magus. And then I, which it means I kind of use one weapon, the dueling sword, and it uses dexterity instead of strength for like my attack rules and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was kind of fun, but I was also like very squishy and I would just like die a lot because I had no like constitution and strength. Kind of like is that multi-classing or is that uh, yes. true, a true class? Okay. Interesting. So I start, I was starting as a sword saint magus, but then I can multi-class into different things. And then eventually oh, yeah. you'd have the right things. You can get like prestige, prestige classes. class. Sure. Yes. Of course. It's yeah. very, yeah. very of course. detailed. And, yeah. but it's a lot of fun that- just to build the character. <laughs> 3.5 was the edition I was, again, not Pathfinder, but D&D was the edition I was kind of reintroduced to when I started playing it again in high school. And I just truly remember most nights just being like, there's just yeah. so much math and statistics going on. I mean, on. even yeah. just to build these characters, I'm looking up guides online. Oh, my God. Okay, they're telling me to do this and this. I am not smart enough to be like yeah. optimizing these builds perfectly, but I'm doing the best I can. And uh, yeah. so I've been playing this paladin build recently and I'm doing a lot of, so I got pretty far in my chaotic evil run, not super far in the story, but I've gotten through a couple things. So now I'm doing like the same events as an awful good character and like seeing how the story is different and stuff. It's like, it's really interesting. Like it's pretty That's well crazy. done. It's cool. Yeah. So I'm enjoying replay, a lot. replay value there too, which is always great for a single player. Oh, yeah. Tons of replay value. Cause you could 
there's so many different characters you could play as like you're literally every class in D D that like you guys know of and there's like subclasses and there's you know uh, multi-classing, just so many options that you could do. So yeah, for like a D and D nerd, it's like a dream come true. That's great, man. Yeah, yeah. I wish we could make our real characters and just play together. I just th- yeah. I think about the movies so much in my day to day life, guys. I'm, we're, yeah, I'm I would sick. love to we're start sick. a real session. I need oh. to see it again. Yeah, we gotta. I gotta just get off my butt, and get a one shot or something. I have been working. You have that D and D itch. Check out Pathfinder Kingmaker. Also check out Baldur's Gate 3. They're very similar, just kind of different variations on that D&D video game style. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah. Anything else to round this out um, for playing? Colin, any last notes? That kind of all I've been up to is what we've been talking about. No, yeah, really just following order for me. I, I've been trying to squeeze some other stuff in. I We talked Mario and I got the itch, so I busted out my little hacked PSP and restarted Mario RPG as I said I would. I'm nice. not going to finish it. Yeah. Like, it's not going to happen. But it was nice to hear the like menu the first... music again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's <laughs> fun to see. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's awesome. That's like when I started up Baldur's Gate or Baldur's Gate 2, like I'll play it for a couple hours and I'll be like, oh, that was cool. I'll probably never Why did come I do back that? to this. Yeah. <laughs> Stay a while and listen. It's like, now nah, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> that's very funny. All right. Well, you know, that's that's kind of been the quick and fast what you. Let's go ahead and hop on over to Final Thoughts and you can hear uh, what you're thinking about uh, coming up next uh, right after this guy. You never see it We're back here on Normies Like Us, giving our final thoughts on what we've been watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we had a lot of good stuff. Any any lingering recommendations? Jacob, you're excited for the basketball season. I've been watching Winning oh, Time, yeah. so I'm kind of swinging back right. around to basketball. I'll be checking that out. Yeah, basketball playoffs about to start. They've got the play-in tournament right now, uh, which is the 9 and 10 seeds. Trying to make it to the 7th or 8th seed, probably not going to happen for them but they can always dream. And uh, my team, the Cleveland Cavaliers, very excited. Uh, their first playoff game is this Saturday. I will be watching uh, my favorite, my two favorite sporting events like yearly are the NFL playoffs and the NBA playoffs. And even uh, better when my team is in them. And in mm-hmm. football, my team is 99% of the time not very rarely. in them. Yeah, so, yeah. Cleveland Browns, obviously. <laughs> uh, you know, mm-hmm. Not like you fancy Bengals fans with your Super Bowl appearance and everything. Oh, suddenly, yeah, suddenly turn around. Uh, but the Cavs, well, boo, boo, Cavs, go Lakers. Uh, first <laughs> time back in the playoffs in five years. Very excited for that. First time without LeBron since 1998. Uh, I'm not even going to calculate how many years that is in my head. 25. Um, crazy to think about. So yeah, go Cavs. Go Love Cavs. the NBA playoffs. Let's do it. Shout out to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar who has leukemia right now. Mm. Oh dang! Best best wishes for recovery. Yeah, he sorry to hear that. Almost. But yeah, winning time. I'm glad you are watching that show, Colin. Um, that was a fun show to watch for sure. Nice. Go Lakers. Go Lakers. You know, one of my favorite uh, sporting events of the year is uh, a playoff too, but it's the NHL, and nobody likes hockey, but I like the hockey. Ice basketball. Go Kings. I, I soccer with knife shoes. Um, that's kind of how I look at it. But uh, hockey playoffs are starting soon, too, in about a week. I believe on the 17th, there's three games left for the Kings. They are in the playoffs, but it's now fighting for seeding. So that's very much uh, 
in the jump, we could face Edmonton, who's on a tear. They got Connor McDavid, the best player since Wayne Gretzky, I think. He's, like, incredible. Uh, Vegas has our former goaltender, uh, which mm. that was a bittersweet trade. Uh, he won two Stanley Cups with us. So if we face Vegas in the first round, there's a lot of drama there. So there's a lot of storylines happening, but I love the NHL playoffs. I think there's some of the most exciting stuff, especially the first yeah. round, because upsets anything can happen and there's like two games a night there's so much going on same thing with basketball the early rounds are really exciting so check that out if you care on the nba side there are some really exciting matchups coming up in the west there's a lot of good teams uh and the Cavs will be playing the new york knicks in their first round so Hmm. boo knicks uh spike lee uh (laughs) go go nets Nets. (laughs) yeah Yeah. boo knicks go nets (laughs) Right. I, I guess this segment is what you're looking forward to, I guess, because there's yeah. there's a lot of stuff, you know, obviously the announcements of Star Wars celebration. There's a ton of stuff. Ahsoka looks interesting. Then we're getting, you know, a bunch of other news with the changes to HBO. I don't think I'm looking forward to that, but it's happening and um, things like that. I don't know anything, anything of note, Colin, on just general news trailers. It's releases coming out. Evil Dead Rise looks interesting. I don't yeah, know. very much so. Uh, we Jake and I have just been doing truly a run of just seeing movies every weekend lately. I think Three this is going to be the first one it. where we haven't. Yes. Um, we've, got yeah, we've got John um, Wick, Dungeons and Dragons, Super Mario, Mario Scream, yeah. like back to back oh, to back. Yes. Back. Yes. Four it's, weeks. It's, it's yeah. been a fucking wild ride. It's, it's interesting. I believe this is the is is this the Nick Cage vamp one? Yeah, Renfield is oh, this Renfield. week. Is this Renfield yeah. this week? Yeah, maybe. You know, I might take a break. I want to see yeah. it, but I I won't. I don't be, know. I'm not gonna. Yeah, we well, there's been so many good movies recently. I'm not gonna yeah. say let's go. Um, we skipped. Let's we even skipped our go. Star Trek for the month, Normies. If you didn't realize yes. uh, last month, we did not do a yeah. Star Trek, but we will Just be getting much. back to that. Uh, next week, so I'm very yeah. excited about that. We're getting back Star on track. Insurrection. Oh, uh, any Picard thoughts while we're here? Mm. I'm a couple episodes behind now. I got to catch up. I chose to watch Mando today over the um, you know whatever episode of Picard I'm on. So caught up to Mando now, but I need to catch up to Picard. But mm. I was like, I'm also so far. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm one behind. So I watched Mando instead of Picard today too. But um, I it's it's the best one so far. It's it's. It's working, but it's starting to come apart a little bit. It's it's very oh, no. much like uh, yeah. the Force Awakens of TNG, where they're just like, or like the '90s era Star Trek, where they're like bringing all this stuff back that you remember. It's a lot of member berries, but mm-hmm. that's kind of what I wanted from a Picard show. Like the ah, first Chewbacca two seasons was not really that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. They're bringing back the whole TNG cast. Uh, bringing back. You know the the Dominion War and the the most interesting stuff is tying it with DS Nine. Like there's talk of you know pretend, what what's the pa race up to shit like that is cool. Yeah, and like tying in DS Nine with you know Picard stuff, I think that works, and that's what's most interesting. Me having the changelings, changelings. in there. So. That's all this show yeah. needs to be to me. Like the first two seasons was like they're trying to do its own thing, did not work at all for me. This season has actually been like quality, enjoyable television. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. But wasn't this again, weren't those other two seasons kind of Picard himself stepping in, Charles Xavier, and saying, like, Patrick Stewart always kind of wanted it to be this way, though. Yeah. Like, no, you always make the wrong choice. Actually, and a lot of people don't know this. Like, I've mentioned it before. Yes, Patrick Stewart has some very weird ideas about what Picard should be doing. And he only agreed to do this show because he didn't want it to be a TNG reunion show which is now what this season is 
Yeah. Right. So he's now probably a big reason why the first two seasons were the way that they were. But as we've said, like Patrick Stewart, great actor, but maybe some bad decisions when it comes to I like want what to kiss <laughs> a lady. he wants it and he wants yeah. to not do shit he's done before. I get that as an actor. He wants to do something different. And I want to just yeah. bring out the old, you know, I get it, yeah. but all I got to do is know. throw enough money at him. Like he wasn't going to come back for X-Men, but he came back for Logan. Um, and now came you know, back for Jackman might come back. Multiverse. He's got to throw money at them, right? Now he has severe arthritis and I bring this up all the time. Uh, Sorry, oh. listeners. If, uh, if I've said this before, he is very old, has, unfortunately. but has self-admitted to, he is on edible weed about every second of the day. Now, do you that, guys think about that when you're watching him as Jean-Luc Picard? Now that is amazing. Like I out of his mind. Now, now, yeah, I understand why he's so close with Rafi. It makes so much sense. <laughs> And now that, that yes. plot point Wanna is meet Rafi. she's his, his plug. Yeah, that makes so yeah. much sense. Just n- she, 90 she gives Picard million space year old lead. Patrick Stewart, just high all day. Right. Kissing um, his 27-year-old girlfriend or whatever <laughs> oh, in between takes. And you're well, like, all right. God's all right. Good for him, <laughs> Make you know? it so. Jeez. Make it so. Um, another Star okay. Trek note. Jacob did say we're doing Insurrection next week. Um, we get Strange New World season two in June. Oh, yo. Oh gosh, it's coming, baby. We love Strange New World. Have we got a trailer or anything? I haven't seen a trailer or anything. There is. Jeez. Um, okay. I had like a Star Trek day recently, which is like Star Wars Day or whatever. Uh, where they that's desperate. <laughs> Wait, yeah, it's, it, it's a little sad. Desperate. But is it on First Contact Day? Um, It should be. But I it don't should know. be the day Gene Roddenberry was shot into space. His, yeah. his ashes. Um, April 5th. Like, this, so it could have been. Yeah, First yeah, Contact Day. The... Discovery season five will be the last season. I think it's season yes, five. Yes, big whatever. news, big news. Yeah. Mm. So that's ending. Strange New Worlds, the new flagship show, you might say. Being canceled, <laughs> you should say. Oh, mm. also kind of an inside scoop, because I heard this on a different podcast. Connie Newsome, our beloved Mariner from Lower mm-hmm. Decks. Yes. It's maybe seeming like that show's coming to an ending, because I, I heard some uh, writers are no longer working on it, but she is going to be writing a new Star Trek show. Right. Oh, I did hear about that too. Yeah. And that character is going to show up in a Strange New Worlds crossover with Beimler. Live um, action. Yeah. So gonna, who knows? Live action crossover. Hopefully, we get Mariner over into live action because that's such a great character. I, and the weird thing about lesser that show, decks, I'm really going to be hurt. That's yeah. going to be sad. So you t- it took deck, me s- lower, lower decks. decks. Lower decks. And, uh, sorry. Strange New Worlds. Fun fact about that show: the first officers in those two shows are married. Right. Rebecca that's Romaine right. and. Jerry, uh, Jerry. Every day they wake up and say, "I'll see you on the bridge." Wow. Yeah. So they need to. They need to have that in the in the crossover. They have to. Yeah. It took me so long to get into that show, Colin. You were advocating for it, and when I finally did, I was like, "You're right. This is one of the best Star Trek shows. Like, it is so so." It's not just their attempt at a Rick and Morty. They it it carves its own special lane in Star Trek lore. It asks yeah. interesting questions and has great character moments. Yeah, it's, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. So, to infinity beyond, that's not Star Trek, but you know what I mean. <laughs> well, it <laughs> basically is. All right. Uh, All right. Get ready for our uh, Star Trek episode coming up. Like we said, we're going to be doing Insurrection, the next TNG film. Uh, but until we're then, Normies, good. you can find us at Normies underscore like underscore us. You can reach out and say what you're watching, too. We love to hear what you're watching, let alone that you're listening to this podcast, which let us know that, too. Rate, review, mm-hmm. subscribe. Helps us out a lot. And check out our YouTube page. Yep, yep. That's we right. appreciate check out, that. Check us out on YouTube. Look at our beautiful faces. 
you know, see what color backgrounds we have. You know, it's yeah. a lot of it's a lot it's of crazy a stuff going on over there. Yeah. Absolutely, there it's colored our lightsabers. You can kind of see Jacobs is red there. Mike's is kind of. Purple. I think mine is an too. HBO Max funeral procession, but yeah, it's purple <laughs> for that reason. Yeah, yeah. fuck you, David Laz- Laszlov. Zaz Daddy, not, not me. Anyways, have knows. a great one. Yep. This is Colin. This is Mike. And this is the Jacob Lorian. Mm. Mm. Not Catch you next time on Star Trek War. Bye. Bye. My name is Gandalf the Grey, and I'm imploring you to leave a like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Don't keep it secret. Don't keep it safe. Don't take me as a conjurer of cheap tricks, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Normies Like Us. Fly, you fools!